Guests, welcome again to another Edutech Me podcast, hanging out with Suzette Bailey, Jonathan Shatt, Carrie Benedett, and myself, Ben Newsom. This one might be really interested for those people who like a little bit of business. Nonprofits, or even your own organization, imagine what AI can do in this post-COVID world. Now, we're not quite through COVID yet, but the reality is we will be at some point. And AI just might be a force for good. And I must say, Suzette, didn't that Venture Beats article really point this out? Yeah, look, I totally agree with you there. Um, I, I was quite surprised at how um, significant uh, pre-COVID to post-COVID people thought around AI and their AI and, um, and ML. And for the people who are not familiar with what ML is, that means machine learning. So it's a different kind of form of AI, artificial intelligence. Uh, and that it's actually like critical to business success moving forward. But the thing that really caught my eye was um, the, the statistics around how many of them actually thought it was important around sustainable business practices. Something like 95% of decision makers and 87% of knowledge workers believe AI can be used to create more sustainable business practices. And for me, that's huge because it's really a recognition that AI is massive for productivity and that can in turn create sustainable business practices within our business within our organizations. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the three things that grabbed my attention were um, about I mean, I, I went to this straight away, I must say, I went, you know, going towards the cost savings thing. I mean, being aware of what your out inputs are, but more importantly, your outputs and where you could save a bit of cash. The other things that came up there, 44% of those people surveyed looked at accuracy. Why not? I mean, why, be, why would you be putting out content, knowledge or whatever it is that you do, and they're inaccurate, that would be kind of bad letting AI help that. But also another one was the ability to scale deployment of other emerging technologies, which kind of makes sense because they're all coming at us, right? And if you don't deploy them very well, well, that's kind of bad too. Well, Ben, the other, the other interesting thing about this article is that it's not saying AI is going to cause unemployment. It's actually saying AI is going to help create more jobs for people. And I think that fear of losing your job and blaming anything that's artificially um, generated or, or machine learned um, is, is very valuable. So people are now seeing the real value in using AI and looking for, yes, in the next 36 months, you know, a th third of organisations plan to support the training of their employees in data and, and um, analytics and a fifth plan to support their employees in machine learning and AI training. So I think this article has got some, some real legs and will probably put to rest some of the fear and anxiety that's around AI taking away jobs from us. We will be upskilling our people. Um, so that's, that's always a, a, a good way to do good way forward. I couldn't agree more, but I think there's another aspect of it, and this is a positive aspect of COVID, is that it's changed the mindset of a lot of people as well, that mm. they do are uh, looking at sustainability and, you know, doing the right things by the planet or whatever, because we've had this reset to a degree. But at the same time, we've had AI coming to maturity in, in one sense. And um, people can see with this huge volume of data that is impacting on us all. We can't cope without something like AI to help us cope. So if we've got a tool that can help us cope with that huge volume of information, and we have the positive mindset to do right by the 
you know, our fellow employees, our companies, our planet, our country, whatever. It's a beautiful thing. Well, it goes to well-being, I think, doesn't it? I mean, we, we could look at, okay, we've got some tools here to, to help us balance out the workload, but it could also impact on the well-being of, of an organisation, its individual teams and individual people. So there's some pluses here. Tools all, all the way through. Yeah, so not... so a You just watch. Time. One company does it and it does it well, there will be a swathe yeah. of companies following them up. Yeah. Yeah. So for, me, for me, this actually highlights the fact that, you know, I've, we've been talking about it on a number of other episodes, things around how humans and AI work together and that, you know, we've talked about AI is scary, the third side of the coin, all these sort of things. For me, this, this article and, and the actual report it came from really highlights that the, the direction that people are actually changing from thinking that it's something that I have to stick my head in the sand and go, no, I don't want it to come into something where it's, okay, this is, it's coming, it's important. How can we best get the best out of it? And how do we, res how do I reskill myself to be able to embrace this kind of technology to actually improve yeah. both me as an individual, but also the organization that I'm working for as well. Mm. Well, across my mind also is the um, the adoption of AI. I mean, these percentages are gonna go up and down depending on the size of your um, group that you're surveying and their opinions at the time of the survey. But there's the people who say yes, they're not gonna be hundred percent. There's gonna be people who say no. So I'm very curious about tracking that cohort the ones that say no, not yes, and then measuring their outcomes against the yeses. Uh, and I kind of wonder, hmm. um, there's the people also who are like, there needs to be like a third cohort, the unaware or couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so you know, how will that go at trusting. some point in time for those people? Totally trusting. <laughs> well, there's the, there's the huge opportunity and there's like people like Suzette and her company that can do this extremely well, I think. But you know, one of these things, an Apple phone, took a lot of people who had put their heads in the sand about computing and actually gave them a product that could take, bring them into the late 20th century, into the 21st century in a quantum leap, excuse the word, but that's what it was for them. And if we can do that with AI too, package it up in, in a user-friendly way, that just make it easier to use than not, which the, the Apple phone was because it was, you know, built for humans, <laughs> intuitive. Uh, and if we can do that with AI, I mean, this will just take whatever those creators are to another level, it'll just be fantastic. What I also loved about this um, article is it also talked about how people are deploying AI to increase their social responsibility impact, mm. which is, um, Kind of not, not as expected, but think about it. They're looking deeply at about, well, what are people's opinions of companies that don't adopt this well enough? And uh, actually in this article from VentureBeats, they talk about 41% of people surveyed think this could be the reason why people leave the organization if they don't increase their impact. So if you can help AI, or rather AI help you or vice or together, if you can increase your CSR delivery, that could just be the ability to retain staff or potentially even attract staff. Mm -hmm. That could be a useful bit of money put down into your company. Very much so. And, and corporate social responsibility is something that is increasing importance, um, both for organisations, but for individuals. And I think, you know, we had the, the great resignation and I think it's starting to settle down to more about the great reskilling. 
where, you know, people are choosing to work for organisations where there's a, um, there's a strong uh, alignment with a corporate social responsibility and um, initiative that they actually believe in. And so if, if AI is able to actually facilitate organisations to be able to improve that, um, that's huge. I mean, you know, something like um, an organisation that supports the scientists, for instance, that were talking to the whales using AI, for instance. I mean, that's a, um, a pretty much an out there one, but there's a whole range of different ways that they could do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's actually an opportunity for AI to identify um, non-profits and charities in need of support that aren't doing enough reach out to get to help them i mean i don't know like i mean if you're the foundations or the place that want to support these places and if you keep on coming across the same people who, who are you need to support and you want to do something a little different maybe deploying ai to find that diamond in the rough somewhere could be useful i don't know plenty of diamonds well, to find. one of the easiest ways of doing that because and this is a, an aspect of so many not-for-profits there's a lot of lazy assets that they hold that's been gifted to them or the councils have given them or whatever, and they're just not using those assets for what their purpose is. Mm. And, oh, actually, you got uh, me thinking, mate. I mean, think about like a, a lot of the massive unicorn businesses that exploded using, you know, actually getting those assets working mm. and no, importantly, not owning them. Mm. <laughs> Maybe this could be a revolution <laughs> in CSR. Well, yes, I, I'm instantly thinking of um, somewhere like um, East Coast of Australia, who's been in the middle of floods at the moment, right? There's whole townships totally wiped out. Everyone's lost everything. So there would be some empty assets um, that could actually be used to house, to to use for or just um, bringing people together, a whole lot of things. So I think that's another Another episode, Ben, Suzette and Jonathan, all about yeah, I think so. how else can we use AI for response to our natural disasters, to you know, whatever whatever's happening. And I think that's another one. So that's a ripper. Let's let's do that one mm. next. <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, I'd love to know what um, people think about um, would they deploy AI in their business? Or more importantly, are you deploying it now? What have been the benefits? What have been the costs, the difficulties, the pain points that you might have experienced? Or has it been completely smooth sailing and like you wish you did this 10 years ago? Like, I'd love to know what on earth you're thinking when it comes to um, AI in a post-COVID world, in a business world. And if you're not in a business, you're in an organization somewhere, put money on it. So if you are, <laughs> would, would you put AI in, in some way, shape or form? Uh, but look, thank you very much for listening on in. This is the Edutech Me podcast. Not just talking education, but all sorts of versions of AI and how it might affect our lives. Hanging out with Carrie Benedett, Jonathan Shack, Suzette Bailey and myself, Ben Newsom. Have a good one. Bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Edutech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.